I'm Don Winslow, and you're listening to Writer Types. Hi there, this is Ian Rankin. I'm Laurie Rader Day. Hey, I'm Lou Bernie. This is Lawrence Block. This is Rachel Housel Hall. Really good question. Well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> that's a great question. I'm Alifair Burke, and this is Writer Types with Eric Beatner and S.W. Louder. Welcome, Writer Types listeners. I know we're in the middle of our summer hiatus, but we haven't forgotten about you, and I hope you didn't forget about us. My name is Eric Beatner. With me, as always, author S.W. Loudon. Hey, Steve. How's it going, Eric? It's going well, but uh, you know, it's time for our first ever What I Read This Summer episode. So what we've got is a great lineup of authors telling you stuff that they've been reading and stuff that they think you should be reading for a little uh, catch the, that last month of the, the summer reading season. But of course, a good place to start, Steve, would be uh, to check out the books from all of these great authors. We've got uh, a pretty great selection. We've got bestsellers. We've got Edgar winners. We've got up-and-comers. It's uh, it's going to be some good stuff. But we'll let them introduce themselves. But uh, you know, Steve, it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, I haven't talked to you. How's your summer been going? It's been going great, Eric. I've been staying busy. Uh, I've been doing a little reading myself. I finished Fall by Neil Stevenson, which was a bit of a slog. It took me about four and a half weeks, but I got it done and it was well worth it, but not a light read. <laughs> and and then I followed that up with Knife by Joe Nesbo. And I read that one in about five days. You know, he's one of my favorite authors. Absolutely. Uh, fantastic Harry Hole novel. Um, but mostly I've been focusing on uh, releasing a record with my power pop band, The Brother Steve. And we just had our record release party in Los Angeles and it was a great deal of fun. I know you've been kicking out the jams. I have been digging this record. It's, it, the record's called Number One, and uh, it's got some really hot tunes on it there, Steve. Well, thank you for saying so, Eric. We were aiming for hot tunes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what have you been up to this summer? Uh, you know, staying busy, uh, and it usually for me means a lot of typing. Uh, as, as you know, I had a deadline of August 1st for finishing this novel that uh, I've been doing as a write-for-hire thing. So uh, I started on June 2nd and just yesterday turned in the manuscript. Uh, so knocked out uh, a 74,000-word-plus novel in, what is that, five weeks, six weeks, whatever it was. So uh, I'm feeling a little bit accomplished and a little bit tired at the same time. <laughs> well, I have, I have two questions for you. One, that's actually pretty slow pace for Eric Beatner, isn't it? Well, it's one of those things where like knowing that you have a deadline somehow makes it so much worse. It, it, it's, just, it's just always looming if you're just sort of like going at your own pace and like, oh, hey, I did 1500 words tonight and I think I'll do it again tomorrow. But then you're like, I, if I don't hit 1250, I'm going to be behind. It's a different kind of pressure. So, Well, my other question for you is, do you do drumming for hire? Because I'm a little sore. <laughs> I do not. I, I am a terrible, terrible drummer. Well, so I've, am I. That doesn't stop me. <laughs> I've managed to record guitar, bass, keyboards, and trumpet on uh, on albums, but uh, I no one ever let me anywhere near a drum kit. No. Well, if we do need a trumpeteer on our next record, uh, we'll definitely give you a call. <laughs> I am completely untrained, and it sounds like it. <laughs> I did manage to uh, to release another book, though. I got. I, I feel like I should always mention when we have new releases. Uh, well, that, yeah, uh, that's kind of the point, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> 
I know your uh, Power Pop novella, That'll Be the Day, has been uh, burning up the charts. I just saw another great uh, five-star review today from our friend Holly West. Uh, but then uh, in our off-season there, I managed to release uh, a duo of novellas uh, packaged together called Dark Duet. So you get two novellas in one volume, a bargain at twice the price. So if you like your straight-up noir right to the vein, uh, that would be something to check out. Yeah, the Eric Beatner short form double dose noir is always a wonderful way to spend your summer. If, if you're sick and tired of all that sunshine. Yeah, who needs it? <laughs> well, now we're going to turn it over to uh, nine different authors that we've gathered who, who are going to tell you a little bit about what they've been reading. There is an eclectic mix of authors and an eclectic mix of recommendations. So let's kick it off with bestseller and editor winner, Allison Galen. And just a quick note here before we get rolling, all of the music that you're going to hear in this episode is from that album by the brother Steve titled Number One. So if you like what you hear, which I know you will, go find that album. Enjoy. Hi, this is Allison Galen. My 11th book, Never Look Back, just came out on July 2nd. I've been reading a lot of great books this summer. Um, I'm just going to name a couple that I really loved. Um, Dead Silence, I just finished by Wendy Corsi Staub. It's the second book in her Foundling series, but you can just read it on its own if you're not into reading entire series. Although the first book, Little Girl Lost, was really good too. The characters are complicated and riveting. The story is great. Not going to give any spoilers, but I really could not put it down. Another book I couldn't put down uh, and I'm still reading is The Better Sister by Alifair Burke. It is a clever, timely page turner. It's a great book. I love all of Alifair's books. And whenever I start reading one of them, I know I need to reserve at least 24 hours where I don't do anything else other than read this book. And The Better Sister is no exception. It is terrific. The book that I'm really looking forward to reading is Laura Lippman's The Lady in the Lake. I just bought it and I can't wait to read it. And there were so many other great books this summer. So get out there and read. Hey everyone, this is David Bell, author of Layover, and I wanted to tell you about a few books I'm reading this summer. The first one is Red Metal by Mark Rainey and Rip Rawlings. If you love Tom Clancy-esque military thrillers, big military thrillers with a lot of action and a lot of characters and a lot of locales, this is for you. This is like Red Storm Rising updated for 2019. Two great authors, two nice guys. Don't miss it. Another one I'm reading this summer is The Starter Wife by Nina Lauren. If you really like domestic suspense, uh, this is about a marriage uh, with a secret in the past and naturally the secret comes to light here uh, in the present and all sorts of craziness ensues. Nina Lauren is a really talented writer. This is her third novel. Um, the Starter Wife is excellent, so check that out. 
And then the last one I'm reading this summer is This Side of Night by J. Todd Scott. This is his third novel. It's the third one in his Texas series where he writes about crime uh, on the Texas-Mexico border. Again, this one has a big, sprawling cast, lots of action, lots of great writing. Um, so check that one out and check the other ones out in that series. Those are the three really excellent books I'm reading this summer. So give them a look and you won't be sorry. Hi, this is Ellen Lacourte, author of The Perfect Fraud, a new domestic psychological thriller out by Harper as of June 18th of this year, so it's brand new, which means I've been doing a lot of marketing this summer, but in between, I've had the opportunity to read some wonderful novels. The first one I wanted to talk about was Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris. It's about a couple, Jack and Grace, who seem to have a perfect marriage and a perfect life but we learn some things about them that are just downright terrifying. Uh, The second novel is Lock Every Door by Riley Sager. Uh, Riley talks about the Bartholomew, a great old hotel in New York City, where apartment sitters are hired at an astronomical amount of money to watch over vacant apartments. The problem is they can check in, but they can't easily check out, at least in the way that they'd hoped to. Uh, Riley had me at his dedication, which he made to the author of Rosemary's Baby, so you can get a sense of where this story might be going. That's about it. Thank you. Hello, this is Richie Narvaez, author of Hipster Death Rattle, a thriller about a machete Serial killer hunting hipsters. It is hilarious and on sale now. But I am here because Eric and Steve have asked me to talk about books I am loving this summer. First up, there is Hilary Davidson's One Small Sacrifice, which just came out. It's a mystery about maybe suicide, maybe murder, and a wartime photographer with PTSD as the prime suspect. There are some Very well-developed characters, some great suspense, and a lovable dog named Sid Vicious. Davidson is always a really reliable writer, and this is a great read. Next up is not really a crime book per se, but is one I think crime fiction readers will love. It's called Girl Gangs, Biker Boys, and Real Cool Cats, Pulp Fiction and Youth Culture from 1950 to 1980. Edited by Ian McIntyre and Andrew Nettie, Mr. Pulp Curry himself. It's a big book with uh, lots of lurid pictures um, that you will enjoy. It, but it's also it's a comprehensive look at the paperback portrayal of post-WW2 youth culture. It's essays and interviews and those lurid pictures. But it's the kind of book you dip into time and again for enjoyment. Highly recommended. Lastly, a friend of mine sent me an old and yellowed copy of A Night for Screaming by Harry Whittington, uh, who was justly nicknamed the king of the paperbacks back in the day. It's a fast read about a hard luck ex-cop on the lam. Uh, He gets deeper and deeper into brutal trouble 
on a work farm in Kansas. It's kind of like the longest yard in Cool Hand Luke with a femme fatale thrown in. It's a total noir classic. It doesn't always make complete sense, but it's very much fun. Again, highly recommended. Hi, my name is Jen Conley and I am the author of Cannibals, Stories from the Edge of the Pine Barrens and the YA novel, Seven Ways to Get Rid of Harry. I've read a few books in the past couple months, but the two I really enjoyed were American Spy by Laura Wilkinson, which is a really interesting novel about a woman who works for the CIA and is given the job to infiltrate the government of Burkina Faso and take down its leader. It really is a great book. The other one I read is called Queenie, and it's by Candice Carty-Williams, and it's about a young Jamaican descent woman who lives in London and is dealing with the breakup. That book is very funny and also very poignant, and it also takes place in London, and I love London, so I had a really good time reading it. I'm also reading Hilary Davidson's One Small Sacrifice, which is an excellent mystery that takes place in New York City, and I just got a copy of Rob Hart's The Warehouse, which is... So far, terrific, and I should be finishing it soon. Thank you. Hello, uh, my name is Bo Johnson, and uh, I'm the creator of Bishop Ryder, who uh, is in my books, A Better Kind of Hate, The Big Machine Eats, and uh, the forthcoming All of Them to Burn, published by Down and Out Books. My summer reading, it, it isn't as much as I'd like with uh, our boat business going on. I don't get to read as much, but I have read a few. I'll begin with Tom Lane's uh, Meat Bubbles and Other Stories. Uh, his protagonist, uh, Joe Ray, uh, runs through this book entirely. It's very seedy. It's very, uh, the man is good, the man is bad, and he's everything in between. Uh, I love I love the stuff. I love the blood. I love uh, people getting theirs. Uh, after that, I'm reading right now Know Me From Smoke by Matt Phillips, which is a, a lovely story. It's a, it's quite a different love story between uh, the two. I don't want to give anything away on how, how they meet or how their love story is going, but uh, I would recommend that one too. And then on the back burner, I have uh, Joe Clifford's The One That Got Away. Really intrigued to see how this one got away, why this one got away, and if she stays away. Okay, so uh, that's my summer reading list. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. C. Perkins, and my debut cozy mystery is Murder Once Removed. Summer reading is the best, and here's three of my favorites from the summer. First up, I loved The Right Sort of Man by Alison Montclair. This is a witty, humorous, and surprisingly moving historical mystery that's set in post-World War II London. It centers on two women from different backgrounds. One has a clandestine past, the other is a widow with a young son, and they team up to start a marriage bureau. But when their newest client is murdered and another client is fingered for the crime, the two set out to prove his innocence and end up evaluating their past at the same time. Next up is A Risky Undertaking for Loretta Singletary by Terry Shames. This is the eighth book in the Samocratic series and centers around good-hearted, busybody Loretta Singletary, who has suddenly gone missing. Chief Craddock has to dig into Loretta's private life and he finds she's been using an online dating service. When another woman in a neighboring town is found dead after using the same site, Chief Craddock has to try online dating for himself in order to track down the killer and save his friend. 
Then in the world of light thrillers, aka cozy mysteries, I loved The Book Supremacy by Kate Carlisle, which is the 13th mystery in her fabulous bibliophile series. This time around, bookbinder Brooklyn Wainwright and her new husband, former MI6 agent Derek Stone, are on their honeymoon in Paris, and Brooklyn finds a first edition of Ian Fleming's The Spy Who Loved Me. Back in San Francisco, deaths start happening around the mystery when it's displayed in a spy shop, and Brooklyn and Derek have to reach back into Derek's mysterious bypass to uncover a murderer. Hi, this is David Gordon, and my books include The Serialist, Mystery Girl, and The Bouncer. My newest novel, The Hard Stuff, is a sequel to The Bouncer and also takes place during a hot summer in New York City, although so far my real summer has uh, many fewer car chases, armored truck robberies, and fights with terrorists. I'm happy to report. My reading, my summer reading, since I teach literature and writing uh, during the school year, my summer reading tends to be uh, things I haven't gotten to. This summer, the oddest of all is Simon Raven, a very unusual character, a British author who earlier in the last century was kicked out of his posh private school for, according to the bio, quote, homosexual activity. He was then kicked out of the army for gambling debts, and uh, even his own editor more or less kicked him out of London. The deal was, as long as he stayed in the country where he would be less scandalous, the publisher would support him. So he's a very unusual character, and he writes these cycle of novels called Alms for Oblivion. They're funny, cynical, dark, extremely literate. But what fascinates me as a writer is that though the characters reappear over and over throughout the decades, uh, the genres change. So one book will be a spy novel, one a dark comedy, one a sort of mystery. Next up, speaking of uh, unusual books, is a small little book written by a friend of mine named Hampton Fancher, who, among other things, wrote the screenplay to Blade Runner. And this book is actually compiled from notes that his students took during his screenwriting classes. He gave these legendary screenwriting classes, and uh, they've now been put out in this book called The Wall Will Tell You. They're just little snippets, almost like epigrams or Zen cones that you can read and think about. Really, it's about creativity. So I would recommend it to anyone interested in art, creativity, writing. It's kind of a off-the-wall alternative artist's way. Lastly is uh, a book by one of my favorite writers, Muriel Spark. For some reason, I never got around to reading her very first novel, The Comforters, and I'll be getting to that next. Thanks very much. Hope you're all enjoying your summer and your summer reading. Hi, this is Jennifer Hillier, the author of Jar of Hearts and the forthcoming Little Secrets. 
I'm reading a lot of great books this summer, uh, including Robin Harding's The Arrangement, which is a thriller all about the world of sugar dating. Younger women date older men in exchange for money and gifts and help with the bills and what could go wrong. Hopefully everything. I'm also reading Kimberly Bell's Dear Wife, which is a powerhouse psychological thriller about a woman who crafts a new identity while escaping an abusive marriage. Um, last but not least, I'm reading Tara Leskowski's One Night Gone, which is the best blend of 80s beach mystery um, about a woman who hides out recovering from a bad marriage, a bad divorce, in a small beach town only to discover that someone may have gone missing or died in the house where she's staying. Really good reads. Big thanks to Writer Types for letting me tell you all about them. Well, Eric, it's great that all these prolific authors actually have all this time to read books still. And what a cast of characters. We ended on Jennifer Hillier. Congratulations to her on her recent ITW win. Absolutely. Jar of Hearts taking home the big prize. Best book title ever, man. Jar of Hearts. <laughs> that is a good one. Well, before we get back to our little break, Steve, we do have one little piece of business is we need to give away another book because oh. that's right. Our pal Owen Laukinen, last time he was on the show, offered up a copy, a signed copy of his new novel, Deception Cove, signed not only by him, but by his dog, Lucy, which is, that's be honest, that's the real get there. That's two paw prints side by side. <laughs> But we put it out on Twitter to have you send us your ideas for the title of a pit bull thriller. And we we opened it up to any dog breed, really. And we got some really interesting uh, suggestions. So, Steve, tell us who the winner was. Gretchen Beatner. Wait, wait a second. Beatner? Is that allowed? Surely she's not any relation of yours. Well, as much as I'd like to sometimes say no. <laughs> well, her uh, her submissions for this contest were honestly some of the best. And she always is such a good sport about joining our contests that we decided this summer we're going to add one more book to Gretchen's teetering TBR pile. It could be dangerous. Well, we hope that uh, gets you listeners through the rest of your summer with uh, some ideas of what to read, some amazing choices in there. And we will be back with full episodes starting in September. Until then, happy reading. And, uh, you know, go click on that subscribe button over wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter. And uh, as always, tell a friend. So, Steve, uh, enjoy the rest of your summer break. And uh, we'll be getting together soon for more interviews. Same to you, Eric. We'll talk soon. Thank you.